Scaling your law firm doesn't have to be difficult. It is all about mastering a few key strategies, systems, and mindset. Welcome to the Being Unstoppable podcast, dedicated to helping you scale your law firm without burnout. I am your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and I have successfully scaled my firm so that it doesn't rely on me. Listen in as I share with you how you can do the same. Let's transform your business starting now. Welcome to another episode of the Being Unstoppable podcast. I am your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and I'm so glad that you are here. Just to remind you, if you haven't tuned in before or you have just come back to me, this podcast is for law firm owners where we are up-leveling and scaling our businesses and becoming more unstoppable in the legal world. That is what I am passionate about and that is what I love helping people do in their businesses. Why? Because one, we can make a difference in the world of law. We can make a difference and impact our clients and our team members. We can create environments that are wonderful to work in as well as giving people in the public great experiences when they're dealing with law firms. And of course, when we scale our businesses, we can create businesses that support the life we really want. We don't have to be stuck working 80 hours a week and being absolutely stressed. That is no way to live for you or your team. So by scaling and working smarter and not harder, we are able to make a big, big difference. So that's what I'm all about. That's what I teach in Scalable Law. I help you to do that. And if you're interested in knowing more about that, you can pop on over to scalablelaw.com or caroliefontanelli.com. You will end up on one of my pages and you will find lots of free resources, lots of information, and you'll also find what I offer, which is an amazing membership in the program Scalable Business Lounge where we get together and mastermind all of our problems. I also help you to scale using four easy steps, marketing and data and systems, as well as knowing who your ideal client is. We work through all of that in your own time. And then we um, connect with lots of different masterclasses, which cover all sorts of topics to do with your law firm. So that's a little overview there. So today, I really want to talk to you about something that we're focusing on in my law firm, and that is customer service. Customer service. Yes, as lawyers and law firm owners, your business is a service-based business, yet sometimes we forget how to give really good service. or We as the law firm owner know how to give really good service, but we forget to train our teams on how to give really great service and provide a service that is going to create raving fans for your law firm. We all know what it's like to be a client or a customer because we are all clients and customers and we all know what it's like to get bad service. It's not great. What do we do when we get bad service? We walk away and we complain and we tell everyone and we tell our friends. We might even leave a bad review. 
uh, and we get frustrated uh, and it's not good. And imagine if people are walking away from the service you're providing in your business, in your law firm, and they're walking away and complaining about bad service. Now, as law firm owners, 100%, unless you're incredibly magical and probably a unicorn, (laughs) you will have received a complaint. That is part and parcel of not only being a law firm owner, but owning a business full stop. You're going to get complaints. I find in my law firm, the complaints that we get is not about technical things. It's not that we delivered the wrong advice. It's not that we um, were inaccurate or even didn't get the right result for our client. The complaints that we get are these low-level basic complaints And it's things like not returning a phone call. It's things like the client not feeling valued. Of course, they don't say it in those words, but they indicate to you the different ways that as a firm, you might have let down the client and made them not feel valued as a client. So when it comes to client service and think about yourself as a client, when it comes to being served by a team of people by another business, when you walk into a business, what gives you the feeling that you've had great service and what gives you the feeling that you've had bad service? We can all easily recognize when we're getting bad service. You know, we we feel invisible. We don't feel like anyone's even noticed us. People are grumpy. They're not friendly towards you. They don't get back to you. They tell you you're going to do, they're going to do something and then they don't do it. They overpromise and underdeliver. Like these are basic things, right? And we've all experienced that. So how in your law firm can you make sure that you are giving the best possible service in your firm? And as a law firm owner, we're great at giving good service usually, but it's hard sometimes to train our team and implement that service level in our team. But it's really important because it's going to prevent customer complaints, client complaints. It's going to prevent bad reviews. It's going to prevent people complaining about their bills and wanting bill reductions or fee reductions. There's a whole range of things. If you can get your client and customer service right, at the right level, at a maintainable level, you are going to be doing really well in your law firm. You're going to free yourself up so much if you're able to implement a strategy where you can give great customer service. So let's talk about what great customer service looks like. Well, to me, it looks like being approachable and friendly. So you want your team to be approachable and friendly. That means they need to speak professionally. In law, it can be really, really hard sometimes because it's frustrating. But we always have to greet clients with a smile and be courteous and respectful, 100%. That should go without saying. But I think it is important to remind your team because when they're in the trenches, it can be hard sometimes day in and day out to be friendly, especially when clients are really pushing you right to the edge. So it's always important to remain kind and empathetic to your clients. And you know that your clients are going through a stressful time. You know that it can be really stressful for them to deal with lawyers. And you know that they can be disappointed sometimes with how slow the legal process takes. 
So it's really important that we're friendly, remain empathetic, remain kind. Next up, it's really important that we listen to our clients. When our clients feel heard, they respond in a much better way. And this is going through the entire business. This is from an initial appointment right through the service, right through to a complaint if it turns out to be a complaint. It's really, really important to hear your client and listen. So don't talk over your client. Don't try and be argumentative with your client. Sometimes it just requires that you listen and acknowledge what they're saying. By listening attentively, you can understand exactly where your client is coming from and what they need, and that's really, really important. They might not necessarily be right, but if they feel heard, it can be the beginning of what becomes a great working relationship. So ensure you take that time to listen. And as lawyers, what our role is, is to advise. So sometimes we're used to doing a lot of talking and advising and we can forget how important it is to listen. So make sure that you listen to your clients. A super, super simple one in law, this is so, so important, and that is to respond promptly to your client. In my firm, we have a very strict policy that every phone call must be returned every single day as a way of providing a great service. Do not leave a client sitting and waiting for a phone call for the next day. We work in teams, so there's absolutely no reason that they can't receive a phone call from someone in the team, even if the lawyer is out for the day in court or a mediation. It takes nothing for the lawyer to quickly contact our team to say, can you please ring the client just to follow them up and let them know that I can't get back to them today, but I can get back to them tomorrow. Your client might be waiting to hear from you because you're waiting to hear from the other side of the legal problem or the legal matter, or you're waiting for a document to be returned. It takes nothing to pick up the phone and to say to your client, I'm really sorry I haven't heard back yet. If they're calling you about that, just ring back and say that or get someone from your team to ring back and say that. So we have a policy that they must have their phone calls returned and emails returned. And honestly, it should not be a big deal to do that in your business. And it's really great customer service. People complain about their bills at the end of the month when they feel like they've had to wait, even though you've given them the phone call, but it's taken too long in their view, uh, that, that's when they'll complain. So if you want to reduce complaints, make sure your team are responding promptly to your clients. Next one, say thank you. A simple thank you can go a really long way with your clients. Be gracious and be thankful because your clients, remember, are the lifeblood of your business. Our clients are the lifeblood of the law firm. If we don't have clients, we don't have a team. If we don't have a team, we don't have a business. So we really do have to be thankful. So it's nothing to you know, send out a thank you card at the end of a matter. It's nothing to offer a small discount here or there for loyal customers or clients. Um, You know, have a gift that you send clients. Just little things like that and it can really surprise your clients and can make them feel valued. And the cost to your business is very, very small, if, if anything at all. 
Next up, you can focus on the relationship that you have with your clients. By doing this, we can, you know, set up a really great funnel of referrals. We can show them that we really appreciate them and make sure that they feel valued. When we're focusing on that relationship, it can make all the difference. This one is super simple and I want your team to make sure they're doing this and that is to keep their promises. So if they say they're going to do something and they're going to have something to the client by close of business Tuesday, make sure that it happens. This is how you build trust with your client and this will really improve your uh, client relationships as well as improve the amount of complaints you get. We want as little complaints as possible in our business because the least complaints we get, the more time we have to be profitable. Dealing with complaints is the most unprofitable, unprosperous, draining, terrible thing. So if we are doing things like returning phone calls and we are keeping our promises to our clients, you will see that complaints reduce massively and it makes a huge difference. And that's not just setting up client expectations either. It's things like if you've got commitments on your website, like what your core values are, stick to those core values. If you're committed to, for example, resolving something in a set amount of time, make sure it gets done. Don't break promises because breaking promises with your clients breaks trust the relationship will break down and then the client isn't going to stay with your firm. They're going to move on to another firm. Next one, ask for client feedback during your matter and after your matter. Allowing your client to provide feedback helps them feel appreciated and heard and we know that them feeling appreciated and heard are two really, really important things and it can also help you to improve your business. Because if you ask for feedback and you get feedback that's not positive, what that means is that there's room to improve. And that's awesome if you've got room to improve. We've all got room to improve in our businesses. Definitely my business has lots of room to improve in it. And it's really important that with the client feedback that you take that on board and you're open to hearing that feedback. Now, you can do that by ringing your clients randomly. You could choose a couple of months. You could implement client feedback forms or surveys. Uh, You could ask for a review on um, Google, Facebook, or another platform, and that can really help also boost your team and boost your um, referrals as well when you get positive feedback because you're doing all the right things. I guess the next thing in line here that we need to really talk about is using the feedback that you've received. If you get feedback and it's uncomfortable, how are you going? Are you going to dismiss it or are you going to actually use that feedback to take back to your team and try and improve those processes and improve the quality of service that your law firm is providing out there? So that's something there you know, making sure that you are actually listening to your clients and implementing changes. 
Now, the final one is actually to give a good service. You need to be great at the service that you're providing. And so this is where niching in your law firm can really help. So if you're doing all sorts of things and you're spreading yourself too thin, this can be really difficult because you're not actually going to be able to give your client the best possible service and know your service really, really well. And I guess that's for me why our law firm has niched right down into one area of law. So not every law firm does that, but, you know, to be able, if you're niching and you're working on the same things day in and day out, it really is helpful to being the very, very best you possibly can be in that one area. And as we know, the law is so extensive, you can't be across everything. And I recognize that really early for me as an individual. I'm much better off just focusing on one thing and being like amazingly good at it rather than trying to spread myself too thin. And we've taken that on board as an entire law firm. So, um, you know, ensuring that each person in the firm knows the product and service that you are offering your clients inside and out, you're able to set up the right expectations and able to give obviously the best possible top class gold standard advice that you can be giving. Well, that's all I have for you today. I hope that that's been really, really helpful. And just reflect on, you know, what it means to have bad service, what it means to have good service and what you're doing really well in your firm and what you could improve on. And, you know, don't be overwhelmed and implement nothing. Just pick one thing and implement something. So maybe it is that you, you're you not, for example, returning phone calls as promptly as, as you should be or your team isn't and you're finding that you're getting some complaints in that area or clients are leaving your firm and not continuing with you because they're feeling like you're not responding quick enough, it could be that you just pick up that one customer service piece and you implement a strategy so that you can start to really, you know, thrive in the service space. Remember, you are serving your clients. That's what you are doing as a lawyer. And that's what you're doing as a law firm owner. And hopefully you're doing that in a really positive way so that you can be more successful and your clients uh, love your service. Well, that is all I have for you today. I hope that you have a fabulous week and I will be tuning in again next week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Being Unstoppable podcast brought to you by the Scalable Business Lounge. If you would love to learn how to scale your law firm without burnout, then join my free workshop at caroliefontanelli.com. Until next time, you have got this.